Good morning and welcome to a special mini Monday episode of Crime Over Coffee. We're your host. I'm Abby. And I'm Erica. Today is going to be more of a lighthearted, funny episode where we go through a few different things. So we're going to go through some reviews and we're going to go through some of our biggest debates that we've had with the podcast. Support yourself a strong cup of joe and let's dive in. So I'm going to read you some of our reviews. Some are amazing. Some of them are some critiques, which are totally fine. But we just kind of want to address a few things. So this one says, very good. Trying out some new true crime podcasts and found this. I really like it. The hosts are very likable and keep the episodes interesting, especially the Ted Bundy story. Just when you think you knew everything about this guy, along comes this podcast with lots of facts I never heard before. Thank you for keeping me entertained. And I appreciate all the work you put into this podcast. I love that one, particularly because I felt the same way when we were researching Ted Bundy. Like, I felt like I had a pretty good understanding of the case before, and I started really researching it and learned so much. I agree. There's just so much to him and, I mean, to a lot of the people that we cover, and I love researching them because I get to dive deeper into their stories and everything, and I, I always think it's kind of fun to learn more. All right, this is more of a critique, I guess. It's titled No Point, and this is our newest review, actually. And it says, the person narrating didn't know stamps used to need to be licked. Did she think people did not know what stamps were in the 90s? Question mark. Pointless. I'm going to address this one. (laughs) Eric and I talked about this because it made us laugh a little. First off, like we do, and we're going to read you a couple. We love critiques that can help us kind of work on what we can do better. This one in particular was kind of goofy to me. Yes, at the time, we did not know whether or not stamps needed to be licked or not in the 90s because they're sticky, as you know, some of you probably know. We decided, Erica and I, to look into the origin of stamps. And actually, what did we find out? So we did look. The first self-adhesive stamp started in 1974, but it had to be re- designed and so it was 15 more years before it was actually used by the USPS so that would have been prior to 1992 when Lee Marine Ochi happened yeah the Lee Marine Ochi episode is what we're talking about the family had gotten a letter from someone anonymously with Lee's reading glasses in them and they couldn't trace any DNA from the stamp because it wasn't one that was licked. It's kind of fun and I do this a lot when we research episodes to start and kind of look into stuff random like that like the origin of stamps and when they came along to be sticky. I remember when I was specifically doing the Lizzie Borden episode I went into a deep 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 hole of illnesses and weird causes of deaths that used to be used often that if they did it today it would be so strange because they just didn't have the technology to really find out what was actually going on yeah i have enjoyed learning more things about when stuff was invented while researching the podcast and specifically in the room 1046 and he was like outraged that he had to pay five dollars to stay in a hotel for a night i mean i remember talking about that and thinking how insane it is that it used to be five dollars a night to stay in a hotel in the early 1900s 
Speaking of Room 1046, that's actually one of our top debates Erica and I have had. That is a major debate for us. The towel debate. Yes. And if you guys have listened to the episode, I think you heard. We also, in a mini, I think we talked a little bit, just one of our sit down minis. We talked about how that was one of our biggest debates. Yes. So very quickly, I don't want to go into it too much because we have before, but if you're in a hotel room and you're arguing with someone and someone comes to the door, a maid or what have you, and knocks and says, I have fresh towels for you. Do you stop the argument and open the door or do you say come back later? And it's been actually something Erica and I, because we obviously stand on different sides, hence the debate part. And we like to ask people about it in our lives when we hang out with them. And we have got basically an even amount. Yeah, a split view. And so it's so funny. So let us know. I would stop the argument because part of it is the maid knew that there were no towels in there there at all. So they could if they showered, they would have no towel because she'd taken them out. You know, showered during their argument. Yes. If they showered during the argument or maybe afterwards, maybe they worked up a sweat while they were arguing. I don't know. But I would stop the argument and I'd be like, hang on a second. Or I just like let her bring it in. Just pause for a second and then move on. Yeah, no, if I was in the middle of an argument with someone, I would just say, can you come back later, please? And we're different people. So let us know, comment, email us, write a review, and let us know what you think that you would do in that situation. Another review that we got was titled Bryce Laspisa, which if you guys are OG listeners, you know that this was our very, very first episode that we've ever released. And this says, Listen to this episode, and it's almost word for word to Crime Junkie. And they're known for plagiarism, too. What is it with these podcasters? Write your own stuff, folks. I want to address that. And I just want to say that I appreciate the criticism, you know, that we should write our own stuff. But my thing is, it's, you know, facts, true crime. And the Bryce Lespiza one is mostly a chronological timeline of events. So I'm not really sure what they thought that we were supposed to do differently to make it a lot more different than the Crime Junkie episode. We obviously aren't trying to copy other podcasts. We don't even really listen to other true crime podcasts anymore at all, just to really stay away from that. But for those of you that think that it was very similar to Crime Junkie, we are actually for our one year mark, which is going to be in August. August 8th is a year since we started. So the Thursday after that, which is August 13th, we are going to be re-releasing the Priceless Biza one brand new. So we're going to completely redo it so that we can kind of see how much progress we've made over the last year with our podcasting because I feel like it's pretty tremendous. Yeah, I agree. And also we will not be rewriting our own stuff because We like to keep it as factual as possible and we don't ever change facts or anything like that in our cases we're researching. We're definitely true crime, not necessarily, I don't want to say not storytellers, but we don't fib stuff or make up stuff to make it sound a certain way. Everything we deliver, you guys, is completely factual mixed in with our opinions on those facts and evidence. And we, when we say factual, we mean factual based on what we're finding in our sources, because there, it's possible there's something in all, like our sources, which Abby and I try so hard to fact check. We will pull up eight different sources to try to find one information just to make sure that it's correct. And you can go from one source to the next and it'll give you three different dates or seven different ages or whatever for one person. And it's a lot of work to try to figure out the exact facts, but we try our best to give it to you guys as factual as possible 
and still be getting the information out there that's necessary. The mystery has been solved. Here at Crime Over Coffee, our go-to caffeinated beverage for every episode is Fire Department Coffee. And you can get some as well and save 15% with our exclusive coupon code CRIMEPOD15. Owned and operated by firefighters and veterans, 10% of all their proceeds go directly to helping sick and injured first responders. And with an incredible range of flavors and caffeine strength, it's a company that all of us can easily support. So please go to firedeptcoffee.com and use our coupon code CRIMEPOD15 to support us, support them, help first responders, and get some incredibly tasty coffee along the way. Our next review is titled, So Far is Amazing. So far, this is one of my favorite, but I just started and still want to listen more before I give it a five star. But these girls are amazing and pay close attention to detail, which is so very nice. They bring these cases back into the eyes and help us remember the victims and the awful people who committed these crimes and also help bring awareness to missing people that have been sadly brushed under the rug. Honestly, I would recommend this podcast to anyone who enjoys true crime and doesn't just want a quick 25 minute summary of a case. Love y'all already. I really enjoy that one. I love it because it really highlights one of the big goals we have is to bring awareness to cases that might not get a ton of attention. And I do think it's so important. And so I'm glad that other people are seeing that as well. Yeah, for example, with that, one of the episodes that we did recently for the Scott and Amy Fandel children is one that I know that doesn't have a lot of attention behind it other than some family members that are advocating for it. But I did look and I only saw one other podcast that has ever covered the missing children and it was from 2019. So that's even recent. But that is our main goal is really to just get the information out there because we want to see these cases solved and closed and we want to see some sort of justice brought to the perpetrators and some sort of closure for the families. That's really what we're doing this podcast for. This one makes me laugh, Abby. Are you ready? Uh, maybe. <laughs> it's good, but. Oh, no. Dot, dot, dot. They're a little obsessed with the chickens from one of the stories they told. It's not funny anymore and played out. I can't remember what episode it was, Abby, but. I, I remember. Ex- which one was it? It's Velisca, because it's one of my favorite That's cases it. to cover. The, <laughs> the neighbor Wynn let out the chickens before she called the cops because she was concerned that the family wasn't outside yet, which was weird. I mean, definitely listen to the episode. It's one of my favorite cases. And we joked about the chickens for a little bit. That was a lot. That I was right at the beginning. Looked, though, and it, yeah, that was an earlier episode. I think we looked and there were three episodes where we talked about the chickens, including that. So it was Velisca and two other ones. And we just kept making jokes about, you know, did they go let the chickens out before they went to check on the family member who's deceased? Or like, it was just kind of a running joke that we were joking about off the podcast as well. Oh, man. If you guys would have heard how many times we joked about it off the podcast. We would have really made that person mad. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. We at least toned it down a little bit. Yeah, you guys don't know this. Erica and I are repetitive when it comes to our jokes. I think we get an inside joke. A lot of friends do, and it doesn't ever go away. So, like, I do like, I do really apologize if we're being a bit too repetitive with things. But as long as it's funny to me, I'm probably going to say it. And that's just how it is. Now that we're talking about it, though, we haven't joked about it in a while, so it might come back. Yeah, it's been a very long time since we talked about it, and but there's that review, which is from a while ago, so. Y'all get ready. Another thing that we have gotten very repetitive about that we still talk about is 
in the episode where Abby was trying to pronounce a name and I am trying to pronounce it for her. I believe it's in our bloopers. It sure is. And it's me just repeatedly saying through, through, through. We counted. And how many times did I say it? Y'all, she said it 11 times in a row, basically. (laughs) And I'm just like, stop. Can you stop? She just starts yelling at me. Uh, I think we probably will have another blooper episode coming up here pretty soon. Yeah, within the next couple months, we'll have another one out. So watch for that. Abby, you got another review for us? I sure do. So this one is a great review, and it also has some great critiques, and it's something that we've talked about outside of here, and we're, we do try to work on. So the review title is Love This Podcast, and it says... I have my favorite podcast and normally just stick with those. However, today this one popped up on my feed. Why have I never heard of this one? These girls, and sometimes Guy, tell an amazing story. My only complaint is that once in a while, one of them is monotone, but that is seriously the only negative I have, and it's not all the time. Thanks, ladies, for a great podcast. Keep up the hard work. And I 100% agree. I know there's times where we record where, like, we're not as peppy or loud and it's something that I think we both worked on a lot. Guess we just need a little bit more coffee. I don't think the 20 cups a day between the two of us is doing it for us. No, I really think that we just need to start the IV. And this review came in on my birthday this year, which I thought was cool. And it says, I fell in love with Crime Junkie and haven't been able to find a podcast I enjoy as much. This is my next favorite. The hosts are funny, but respectful. Don't get too sidetracked and tell their interesting stories clearly. I wholly recommend this. Okay, I'm going to say they didn't listen to the chicken or the towel debate episode because then they wouldn't be saying that we don't get sidetracked too often. We do like, I think we do okay with pulling it back in and our lovely editor does a great job of taking out some of our sidetracks. But respectful wise, we do try to keep it pretty respectful. And, you know, I know there's different styles of telling true crime stories. For us, I think we lean more towards like Telling the story and telling the facts with a little bit of comedy kind of put in. Definitely our fair share of sarcasm comes out. Two of our other big debates, though. Yeah. John Bonet and OJ Simpson. Completely different sides. I think that John Bonet's parents were involved. I don't. And I think someone other than OJ did it. And I think OJ did it. We do kind of meet in the middle on one part of it, though. Yes. So if you go listen to the OJ episode, you'll hear our full opinion on it. I don't want to spoil it. Same with John Bonet. Go listen to those episodes. Tell us what you think, who you think did it or was involved in them. We love to hear your thoughts on everything. Yeah, we also really love the reviews. So please keep giving us them. We obviously love our great five-star reviews, but we don't mind some critiques that help us out either. It's nice to get any type of feedback because it shows that you guys care and we put in a lot of time and effort for this podcast so it's so great to know we're giving good content and getting feedback also we're going to be covering the zodiac killer in the next few months i think we have it on our schedule to release in september so keep an eye out for that thank you guys